T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Can you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news? 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now a clear sky and 36 degrees. Flights are being delayed at multiple locations across the United States this morning after a computer outage at the Federal Aviation Administration. The agency said in a tweet today it was working on restoring its notice to air missions system. The agency said that it would provide frequent updates as it made progress. Kansas Governor Laura Kelly has postponed her annual State of the State address after testing positive for COVID-19. The announcement from Topeka says she tested positive after taking part in an inaugural ball Sunday night. Her swearing in for a second term as governor and inaugural address on Monday, and a news conference Tuesday morning at the State House. The State of the State address had been scheduled for this evening during a joint session of the House and Senate in the House chamber. The speech now is set for January 24th. However, her staff still plans to release her budget recommendations Thursday as planned. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. President Biden says he's surprised to learn that there were potentially classified documents found in one of his former offices. President Biden told reporters he doesn't know what's in the documents found at his old office at the Penn-Biden Center think tank. He also said his lawyers have sent them where they belong. They've turned over the boxes to the archives and we're cooperating fully, cooperating fully with the review. But in light of former President Trump and the probe of documents found at his estate, Speaker Kevin McCarthy tells Fox's Hannity the president's behaving like a hypocrite. They think the law doesn't apply to them. They think they write their own. And that's what infuriates the American public. House Republicans are asking U.S. intel for a damage assessment on those documents. In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News. Many areas in California are seeing heavy rainfall and floods from a series of storms over the past few days. Fox's Marianne Rafferty reports. Over 300 reports of flooding coming into various National Weather Service offices across the state. Heavy rains have drenched much of the state, with Santa Barbara and Ventura counties hit especially hard as they saw over 15 inches of rain in higher elevations. Several rivers have reported record high water levels. The National Weather Service in Los Angeles calling this the most impressive storm to strike the area in nearly 20 years. California Governor Gavin Newsom's office said the series of powerful storms has claimed the lives of at least 17 people, which is more than wildfires over the past two years combined. President Biden issued an emergency declaration Monday to help support responses and relief efforts. 
The city of Wichita is now in stage one of its drought response plan. The city has four stages of drought response dependent on the conservation pool level at Cheney Lake. Stage one of the plan is met when the 12-month moving average of the lake level reaches 89%. The city is implementing conservation measures in its own operations and is asking residents to do the same. Beginning Wednesday, Wichita's 2023 water rebate program becomes active with a total of $150,000 in rebates available. Penny Feist with the city says that since 2013, over $1.5 million in rebates have been approved for more than 15,000 water-saving units. Since 2013, we estimate that the rebate program alone has saved more than 466 million gallons of water cumulatively. If you purchase or install an approved water-efficient device or appliance like a new washing machine, you can receive a one-time credit of $100 on your water bill. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Police in Russell have apprehended a man suspected of shooting and killing another man Monday. The 47-year-old suspect was apprehended without incident in his residence Tuesday. Monday afternoon, officers found 45-year-old Cecil Aldridge of Russell with a gunshot wound. He was flown to a Wichita hospital where he died Tuesday. The Pentagon formally drops its COVID-19 vaccine mandate for troops. In a memo about the Pentagon rolling back its COVID-19 vaccine requirement for military members, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says mandates for other vaccines will remain in place. Explaining commanders have the authority to consider the immunization status of personnel in making deployment, assignment, and other operational decisions. He adds the department will continue to promote and encourage COVID-19 vaccination for all service members, saying it enhances operational readiness and protects the force. Austin has been a vocal supporter of the mandate introduced in 2021, Congress agreeing to rescind it as part of a military policy measure, with top Republicans arguing it was federal overreach by the Biden administration. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 6.05, five minutes past six o'clock. Good morning, Steve and Ted. 6.10 now, 10 minutes past 6 o'clock here on this Wednesday morning, January 11th. And uh, KNS has breaking news this morning. Flights being delayed, apparently hundreds of flights being delayed at airports and locations across the U.S. After a computer outage at the Federal Aviation Administration, the agency says in a tweet, it's working on restoring its notice-to-air missions system. And the agency said that it would provide frequent updates as it made progress. Apparently, they don't have it fixed yet. Uh, and uh, hundreds and hundreds of flights across the country are being grounded, canceled this morning due to a computer glitch at the FAA. The town of Sharon, west of Harper, is under a boil water advisory. It's one of several advisories that have been issued since the beginning of the new year. According to the Kansas Department of Health and Environment, weather-related problems have caused most of the advisories to be issued. KDHE Water Bureau Chief Kathy Tucker Vogel says infrastructure can also lead to eight advisories, but she says more funding should help fix aging systems. The federal funding that we have in place can be used for water line replacement projects, and we do have a lot of those um, on our project list right now. And so that will be replacing the older aging pipe, pipe and distribution system infrastructure and utilities. Kansas farmers are facing a lot of uncertainty due to drought conditions. 
Farm manager Aaron Lang in Conway Springs says the first couple of inches of topsoil is moist, but any deeper, then it's dry. We double cropped uh, soybeans back in, and the soybeans got about four or six inches tall, and uh, just they died because of the lack of moisture. Some area farmers have begun selling their cattle. Others are looking for ways to save as fuel prices and the cost of fertilizer and chemicals continue to rise. Experts warn that without rainfall, spring crops could be adversely impacted. A couple of new congressional committees are approved by the House of Representatives. House Republicans relied on GOP votes only to approve a new select subcommittee intended to investigate alleged abuse of school choice and anti-abortion activists by the federal government. We just wanted to stop. And we want to respect the First Amendment to the Constitution. Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan is likely to lead the panel that Democrats warn will undermine law enforcement and anti-terror agencies. Democrats did largely join Republicans to set up a second panel, a select committee to focus on the U.S. competition with the Chinese Communist Party. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 612, 12 minutes past 6 o'clock with Stephen Ted. So far this morning here in the Wichita area, the traffic, well, traffic conditions are really nice out there. So things looking pretty good on the roadways right now. Uh, the gasoline prices, for the most part, still to ninety nine a gallon. I haven't seen a lot of places changing off of that. Uh, did find a little bit lower a price. It is uh, on hydraulic north of the I one thirty five exit down there in South Wichita. So uh, right there, we've got. Uh, uh, hydraulic and wassail. We've got uh, report there 290 gasoline traffic update 987 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a mostly cloudy sky across Wichita and south central Kansas, temperatures will run a little bit cooler today, but still well above average for this time in January. Our high this afternoon 56. Some rain may develop here this evening, turning windy and colder overnight. Tarlow near 30, then sunny and 40 tomorrow. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a clear sky, calm and 34 degrees. 614, Stephen Ted in the morning here on Wednesday, January 11th, 2023. And we had another spring-like day across central Kansas Tuesday. Wichita's high temperature was 62 degrees yesterday, normal high 43. In 1918... Wichita experienced its coldest daily average temperature for the month of January when the high was four below zero and the low was 14 below for an average of nine degrees below zero. That's the month of January. That's the day you stay inside. 1918. Good morning, Chad Woodward. Hey there. And if you're just uh, rising and shining this morning, just listening to our news this morning, the FAA's Notham System is down. That's the uh, notice to air mission system. It alerts pilots and other personnel about airborne issues and other delays at airports across the country. And what that means is that we've got uh, most of the flights grounded across the entire U.S. right Great. now. Great. So, and they're hoping the FAA says it's it's a system outage, and they're hoping they're going to get it fixed here within a short period of time. So we'll see if they get how long it'll take them to go ahead and reboot the computer. And get the thing up and running again. I'm, I'm making light of it. I hope it's not serious because if it is, I think it's already serious. I mean, it's serious. I mean, but you know, for long when the entire right? industry is down, that's serious. You know, I'm serious if it's serious for five minutes, but it gets real serious if it's for five days. That's what I call serious. But anyway, 
people who fly are used to being grounded and delayed. That's what I'm thinking. But, yeah. No, they're not. The I mean, most, most flights in the U.S. go without a hitch. So having the whole industry down is pretty, well, pretty dire. nationwide. I mean, yeah, it's big. But we'll keep an eye on it for you this morning. I hope you're not trying to go for a flight, but if you are, patience. Patience, everybody. On this date in 1908, President Theodore Roosevelt proclaimed the Grand Canyon National Monument. It became a national park, of course, in 1919. Yeah, developers were starting to buy up things and put up billboards, and they were like, yeah, we got to stop commercialization of this thing or else it's just going to look terrible. Teddy Roosevelt. And they did. Started to get the, the national park system going so everybody could go out and camp out and shoot bears, right? Well, the Mega Millions prize has grown again to an estimated $1.35 billion. After there was no winner of the lottery's latest giant jackpot, the number's drawn late Tuesday night. You ready to check your ticket, Ted? 7, 13, 14, 15, 18, and gold to Mega Ball 9. Now, I had uh, 7 and 19, but I guess I missed by one. Now, prize for the next drawing is Friday night. There no have been winners. 20, no, 25 drawings over three months since the last time a player matched all six numbers and claimed the jackpot. The estimated $1.35 billion jackpot prize would only be distributed to a winner who chooses an annuity paid over 29 years. Which no one ever chooses. Nobody ever chooses that. They usually take the payout. Friday's payout, by the way, if you want to take the cash, $707.9, million. Mm. And I could get along on Can't that. Can't fathom that. I could get along on that. Well, yeah, what do you got? Uh, real quick, going back to the... Uh Flight. Delays the the flight delays. Yeah, looks like at Eisenhower National Airport, what they've they've got several flights that sh- either should have taken off right now or would be taking off within the next few minutes. Delayed. Uh, looks like three uh, three flights delayed. But there's a, a flight to Houston, a United flight to Houston for six forty, still on schedule. They haven't delayed it yet. So looks like they're working in kind of half hour increments, just uh, delaying it as things go on. So we'll see how it. How long it lasts? I don't know if that's a live shot of a, an airport back east that we're seeing now on TV, but they, they showed a plane taking off, so we'll see. Keep an eye on it for you here in the, in the next few minutes. And see, we hope just the next few minutes. 618 now, Steve and Ted here on KNSS. It is time for leadoff sports with Ted Woodward, and uh, looks like the state of Kansas did well in basketball last night. Yeah, the two teams from Oklahoma came up here and, and gave a tussle last night. We'll start in Lawrence, number two ranked Kansas, taking on Oklahoma. And this thing was back and forth a little bit. Oklahoma had a 10-point lead with five minutes to go. But then the Sooners only made one basket in the final five minutes, and KU roared with an 18-4 run to finish the game. You heard it last night on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Down the sideline, up to Wilson. Not today, Sooner fans. For one more year, the streak continues. You can rock. Chalk it up. The Jayhawks win 22 in a row over OU here in the fall. I mean, talk about a game of runs. Kansas with that awful run of not making a field goal for over 12 minutes. But then at the end, man, how good were they on defense and offense? Made their free throws, made big shots. Jay Wilson with that three, but you got to love the toughness of this team. Mm. Jayhawks got the job done. 16,000 at the game in Allen Fieldhouse. The Jayhawks are now 15-1 and on the season, 4-0 in the conference. 
on a nine-game winning streak, and KU has won 15 straight home games at Allen Fieldhouse. Another win last night. Forward, a sophomore forward, K.J. Adams Jr. led the Jayhawks with a career-high 22 points in that win last night. All right, let's go over to Manhattan, where 11th-ranked Kansas State was hosting Oklahoma State. K-State of late has been scoring tons of points, but against that Oklahoma State defense, points were hard to come by last night. However, Kansas State, it wasn't pretty, but Wildcats got the win, 65-57. Senior Marquise Noel with 20 points and 7 assists as the Wildcats got their ninth win in a row. Here's K-State head coach Jerome Tang. It was like, what, 16-0 second chance points? I mean, I don't know how many blocks they had, but it felt like they blocked everything. And so, and their pace of play is slow, so... Um, you know, we didn't get to play free and up and down the floor, and so our guys had to adjust. And they did. Kansas State wins it by eight, as K-State is now 15-1 and one on the season. That is their best start in 64 years. Kansas State went on a big 9-2 to run at the end of the game in the final three minutes. Nine-game winning streak for the Wildcats as well. They are undefeated on home court, and they had a sellout, 11,000 at the game in Bramwich Coliseum last night in the win over the Cowboys. Women's basketball tonight. We've got Wichita State ladies down in New Orleans taking on Tulane in the conference game. The Shocker women are trying to get back in the win column after back-to-back losses. Tulane has not won a conference game yet. Steve Strain will have live coverage of the Shocker ladies beginning at 5.45 p.m. And that game is over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Right here in town, we've got basketball tonight for Friends University. Friends hosting McPherson. The women are up first at 6 o'clock. The men's game after that. The friends women are tied for third place in the conference. Coming off back-to-back wins, going for their third in a row. And pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Toronto Raptors win at home, beat the Charlotte Hornets 132-120. to Starting at guard for the Raptors, former Wichita State Shocker Fred Van Bleet. 11 points, 8 assists, 7 rebounds. He's in the top 20 in the league in assists. He got 8 more last night. Back-to-back wins for the Raptors, who hit the halfway mark of the season, just one game behind for a playoff spot. And that's sports with Stephen Ted on KNSS. Yeah, the Associated Press now is reporting that at 7 a.m. Eastern, that would be six, about, what, 22 minutes ago, there were more than 1,200 delayed flights within, into, or out of the United States. And that's according to the flight tracking website, FlightAware. Dad, you got anything more, Jed? What you got over there? Uh, well, earlier I'd said that that flight to Houston hadn't been delayed. At exactly 6.20, they delayed it. It was supposed to take off at 6.40, so it looks like that's what's happening. They're delaying each flight about 30 minutes out while this outage uh, continues. So there's a flight to Chicago leaving or that is supposed to leave at 6.46. It's going to be delayed in about four minutes probably. <laughs> FAA computer outage, and it's affecting flights all across the country. 622, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up, we've got, what do we got coming up? Mm, uh, oh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Doctor, yeah, Dr. Yeah. Gupta. He talks about the pandemic and eating disorders. That's on the way. Steve and Ted here on KNSS. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 6.30 here on this Wednesday morning, 34 degrees. The U.S. Federal Aviation Administration suffering a nationwide technical outage, resulting in hundreds of flights canceled or delayed this morning. The outage comes as a result of a failure of the FAA's NOTAM, N-O-T-A-M, Notice to Air Mission System, which alerts pilots and other personnel about airborne issues and other delays at airports across the country. The FAA now saying they're pausing all flights across the country until 8 o'clock our time. Uh, gosh, an hour and a half from now, 9 o'clock Eastern time. So there is a, a problem with the FAA's computer, and it's grounding all flights in America here for the next uh, 90 minutes at least. City of Wichita has a new mayor, vice mayor. Mike Hoheisel from District 3 was unanimously approved at Tuesday's meeting. He replaces Councilmember Becky Tuttle, who served in the role in 2022. The council also approved a design agreement contract worth just over $530,000 that will study, design, and implement improvements to Clapp Park in southeast Wichita. New bridges, an inclusive playground, and a dog park are a few of the enhancements planned for the former golf course. The budget for this year's work totals over $3.1 million. Finally, the city approved an approximately $20,000 agreement with Safe Streets Wichita to purchase naloxone kits to help curb overdose deaths from opioids and fentanyl use. Rodney Price, KNSS News. An arrest has been made in the fatal shooting of a Kansas football player on New Year's Day, a Fort Hayes State football player. The shooting occurred in Midtown, Oklahoma City, following a fight at a lounge that led to several people being kicked out. Five people, including bystanders, were hit by bullets. 22-year-old Daniel Howard, a native of Oklahoma and a student at Fort Hayes State, suffered fatal injuries. A suspect has been arrested on suspicion of first-degree murder. The junior senior high school in Wilson in north-central Kansas will be closing at the end of the school year. The district voted Monday night after a motion to consolidate was made this past April. School officials say the decision was made to save money. Beginning the next school year, students will be bused to Central Plains and Claflin. But Interim Superintendent Bill Lowry says there is not a plan yet for the school employees. Well, I think it's a hard decision for the board. It's a lot of people. I think they have determined that financially for a long-term goal to make sure the district can stay viable. Students also have the option of applying to schools outside the district. The U.S. House of Representatives has voted to approve the Family and Small Business Taxpayer Protection Act. That's a bill that would rescind legislation approved last year, providing the Internal Revenue Service with $80 billion of funding during the next decade. The legislation passed the House by a strict party vote of 221 to 210. Kansas Congressman Ron Estes, he voted in favor of the bill. The Kansans I represent need relief from high gas prices and rampant inflation caused by the current administration and one-party rule. My constituents don't need a supercharged IRS that will investigate their transaction between friends and sick 87,000 new agents on them. 
You can hear his complete remarks in the news story on our webpage at knssradio.com. And that bill now heads to the U.S. Senate. Gun rights groups are promising to fight a proposed semi-automatic weapons ban in Illinois after the state Senate advanced the legislation. The National Rifle Association and other Second Amendment rights groups are promising strong legal action against the Protect Illinois Communities Act that heads back to the State House for reconciliation before going to Governor J.B. Pritzker that would ban nearly 100 different types of semi-automatic rifles, shotguns, and pistols, high-capacity magazines, and prohibits most people under 21 from being able to buy a gun or ammo. Democrats who championed the measure say that gun violence is an epidemic that demands action. Republicans say the bill does nothing to stop crimes involving illegal guns and would make law-abiding gun owners felons. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Gun rights groups have defeated various Illinois gun control policies over the years that were ruled unconstitutional. And now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Looks like we have one more nice day before a strong storm system makes its way into the central plains by tonight ushering in much colder temperatures by tomorrow and Friday. It'll be cloudy today with a high 56 later on this afternoon. Areas of rain develop late tonight, Tarlow in the low 30s, then windy on Thursday with a high near 40. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now a clear sky, 34 degrees, no wind out there. It's calm this morning with Stephen Ted at 636 on this Wednesday, January 11th. And on this date in 1935, APA tour. Amelia Earhart from Kansas began an 18-hour f- flight from uh, Honolulu to Oakland, California, and they made her the first person to fly solo across any part of the Pacific Ocean. That's a big stretch. That is of nothing. People don't understand water. The Pacific Ocean is—you can't even say huge. It's beyond that. It is. Mm. Wow. Anyway, she made it. You made it that time. Well, that time, yeah. Buffalo Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin, plans to support young people through education and sports with the $8.6 million in GoFundMe donations that unexpectedly poured into his toy drive fundraiser after he suffered a cardiac arrest in the middle of a game last week. The Giving Back Fund is a nonprofit that helps athletes and celebrities manage their charitable giving. They will host the Chasing M's Foundation Charitable Fund. Going to do some good hopes with that money. Chickens may not be able to fly very far, but the price of eggs is soaring. A lingering. No, well, they can fly farther than that flight from here to Houston today. <laughs> they sure can. The uh, lingering bird flu outbreak combined with soaring feed, fuel, and labor costs has led to U.S. egg prices more than doubling over the mm. past year and hatched a lot of sticker shock on grocery shelves and aisles. Uh, this latest government data shows that the national average price for a dozen eggs is Three dollars and fifty nine cents. Used to that was like the cheapest thing you could buy at the store. You could get eggs for pennies. Yeah, not anymore. I've always known that. I mean, like a buck for a dozen, right? No, sometimes less than that. I guess you know, it wasn't that long ago. I this I had this yesterday. You know, used to I would go like if you go to fast food and get a breakfast sandwich. Used to be like two thirty, two forty. Uh oh. And then uh, a couple years ago, it went up to three bucks. I bought a breakfast sandwich yesterday. It was four bucks. Well, and that's happened in just a couple of years. I guess we're all going to stop eating. I was like, yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to do this anymore. All right. That's it. It's uh, 638 now. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Time for our commodities update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, sir. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. 
Well, Tuesday, the live cattle and feeder cattle futures made new highs for the week, and some contracts were able to score new contract highs yesterday. The October and December live cattle made new all-time record highs. The cattle complex did come off their session highs when the grain and soy complexes bounced off their session lows yesterday. Lean hog futures yesterday were unable to have two straight sessions of positive closes as they closed negative. At the close yesterday, Feb live cattle were unchanged at 157.75. March feeder cattle 20 cents higher at 186.50. And Feb lean hogs were down a dollar at 79.80. The wheat, corn, and soybean futures Tuesday had trading ranges that went from 16 cents to as much as 27 cents. Most contracts closed negative but did come off their session lows. March Kansas City wheat yesterday had its lowest trade since February 2nd of last year. Now, Thursday morning at 11 o'clock is the release of several USDA grain reports. At the moment, March KC wheat's down two and a quarter at 809 and a half. March corn two and three quarters higher at 657 and three quarters. March soybeans up eight and a quarter cents at 1493 and a quarter. February crude oil trading 57 cents higher at 75.69. February golds five dollars 20 cents higher at 1881.60. The March S&P seven and a half points higher at 3948. March dollar index 22 cents higher at 103.20. And March Dow Jones futures are up 44 points at 33,000. 893. For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Tom, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, that omelet I had at Village Inn yesterday morning was is maybe there's just, it'll keep be, be available in the future, but the price of eggs going like it is. <laughs> what, uh, what, what do you think the hens will just go on strike and stop laying? What's going on? Well, the biggest problem we've got is the bird flu that yeah, wiped yeah. out uh, a record number of uh, chickens in the United States, and it's also having effects around the world too. So, in a matter of time, we'll see you know things get back you know closer to normal here. But right now, it is very expensive eggs. Yeah, the, well, and you said I've, we've had news stories about you know, hundreds and hundreds and even thousands of birds being destroyed because uh, they were suspected of having a bird flu or whatever. So, well, big impact, huh? Exactly. There's always something happening, Steve. And in case you just yeah, in case you're just tuning in uh, this morning, Tom, all the flights in the in the country have been delayed at least for an hour and a half or so. There was a computer glitch at the FAA. Exactly. And it's going to be interesting to see if that gets resolved quickly or if it takes some time. Yeah, it's uh, already causing some big headaches. We'll put it that way. And you're not going anywhere this morning, are you? Yes, you are. Nope, I'm going to stay right here, Steve. Oh, okay, you're going to stay here, good. You're going to get to jump on an airplane and, and fly off to San Diego then. All right. No, no. But you know, from what I was understanding, listening to some of the reports, uh, it's not like 9-11 when no planes were allowed in the air. It sounds like if you want to fly your plane and you feel safe doing it, you can do it. Oh, you mean private aircraft? That may yes. Be, that may be true, may be true that uh, doing the, the small aircraft, but this is a... Apparently, an informational uh, program that goes to all the pilots and people, that, and and they really need to have it going. So here we go. That's right. Keep an eye on it. All right. Thank you, sir. That's uh, Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Come up. We got Don Grant, CFP, the Money Tracker, the Secure Act 2.0, and what it means. Okay. Gonna find out. I'll be more secure <laughs> when I know what that means. Don <laughs> will tell you. Don Grant, CFP, the Money Tracker, on the way with Stephen Ted on KNSS.
15 to 10 in the morning, KNSS 646 here on this Wednesday morning. Three big things. Three. Hundreds of flights delayed by FAA computer glitch. Two. President Biden says he is surprised to learn about potentially classified documents found in his former office. One. Kansas Governor Laura Kelly tested positive for COVID-19. Annual State of the State speech is postponed. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Traffic conditions in Wichita today, right now, looking pretty good out there. We do still have a stalled-out vehicle uh, eastbound on Kellogg at I-135. Just watch as the traffic volumes pick up. Watch for a slowdown there. Traffic on 98.7 at 1330 KNSS is brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, located downtown at Market and Waterman, and online at carlstire.com, your home for complete car care. Mostly cloudy today with a high of 55 degrees. 30% chance for rain tonight, the overnight low 30. And then Thursday, mostly sunny and cooler. Tomorrow's high, only 40 degrees. Now, clear sky, calm, and 34 degrees. Stephen's head in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, KNSS breaking news, the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration suffering a nationwide technical outage resulting in hundreds of flights canceled and delayed this morning. The outage comes as a result of a failure of the FAA's NOTAM, or Notice to Air Mission System, which alerts pilots and other personnel about airborne issues and other delays at airports across the country. The FAA now pausing all flights here in North America and the U.S. until 8 o'clock our time, uh, just a little over an hour from now. And up close on Wall Street Tuesday. A choppy trading session with stocks gaining steam heading into the closing bell and ending higher as investors remain cautious ahead of key inflation data and earnings reports, which are due out later this week. And tough times for Bed Bath & Beyond continue just a week after the home goods retailer said it was considering filing for bankruptcy. The company now says more layoffs and cost cuts are on the way after its cash pile and sales dwindled in its most recent quarter. However, its shares surged 25 today. The Dow winners, Goldman Sachs, Amgen and Visa. The Dow decliners, Boeing, Johnson and Johnson and United Health Group. The Dow rising 186 points. The Nasdaq up 107. S&P 500 up 27. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Stephen Ted in the morning here. KNSS 649 now. The Secure Act 2.0 and what it means. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. You're not planning on flying out this morning, are you? No. Good. I am not. <laughs> Thank goodness, man. All right. <laughs> yeah. What a I, mess right now. I do have some travel coming up in a while, and I just I just hope that things will be straightened out by then. But I'm sure they will. Because, sure they will. Yeah. So what's this Secure Act 2.0? Well, let's talk about it. You yeah. know, after tas- passing that $1.7 trillion spending bill through the Senate and the House, also part of that bill was that was sent to the president's desk was the Secure 2.0. Secure 2.0 was winding through Congress for almost a year as a standalone bill. But at the last minute, it was folded into the omnibus bill that was required to pass uh, or the government would shut down. Amazingly, it has bipartisan support. Well, perhaps because it was passed at the 11th hour before an impending snowstorm and a holiday break. For Congress and the Senate. So Secure 2.0 is chocked full of small elements that should make saving for retirement much easier. It's a good thing. It encourages employers to auto-enroll workers into retirement plans. That means when you sign up to work someplace, you're going to be automatically enrolled, if your employer chooses to do that, in the 401k plan, which is great. 
catch-up provision limits for those 62 to 64 to add an additional $10,000 to retirement plans. It helps pay off student debt and emergency expenses. Savers credit for low to medium income households increases deductions for monies deducted at retirement. Employer-assisted student loan payments for those working but not contributing to retirement plans. Employer monies would help pay down student debt. Required minimum distributions increases the aids for RMDs to begin to 73 in 2023, that's this year, 74 is the age for RMDs at 2029, and 75 by 2032. Retirement plans will offer annuities that will offer lifetime income under the qualified longevity annuity contracts, and employers will benefit by changing tax credits for employer startups and uh, small 403B plans that would combine efforts to qualify for a lower-cost plan because a bunch of small groups can get together and combine assets to make it a lot cheaper. Now, many of the changes seem very complex, but the bottom line is that retirement plans will be more accessible, potentially cheaper, and allow for greater contributions. And, of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call. Number is 267-0600. Just give me a call. So here's a hypothetical, but I think you may have addressed this fairly well. A person has, uh, they've got a big cash of money. It's just like a big pot full of gold. Right. And they've got a real good 401k, and they want to see that pot of gold really grow. Can they pump it into the 401k then? Well, they're going to be allowed to put more in. But you can't. Uh, those, those between, right now there's a catch-up provision. For example, not a 401k, but like a, like an IRA, you can put an extra $1,000 or I can't remember exactly how much it is into an IRA if you are 50 or older. Now what they're saying is for a 401k in particular, if you are between the ages of 62 and 64, you can put an extra $10,000 away into that account. So it raises the limit dramatically. But I can at this point, if I wanted to, other than the the... the the pay the payday, this, the payday. Uh, well, 401k, no, it, it, can it, I put it, in extra money? No, no. Okay. No, it's it for a four hundred one k. It has to be funded by your paycheck. Oh, okay. So what you yeah. do is you just take that pot of gold and live off of it, and then have your entire paycheck go into your. You know, I mean, if you have that pot of gold sitting there, I have that much money. I should just give my entire paycheck to Ted. Yeah. If you go to the Bahamas. Well, Ted doesn't that, need it. I mean, he's got his own pot of gold. That is not prudent. Yeah. He's like a leprechaun over there. He's got a pot of gold. <laughs> All right. So I, this kind of creep, crept up on me. I don't know why it's not being better better uh, publicized, but today is National uh, Pizza Week. I mean, this is Pizza Week, January 8th to 14th. How'd they get a whole week? They got, oh, it's pizza. Come on. Oh, Gary, that makes sense. Makes pizza. sense. Here we are in the, we used to be the pizza capital of the country when we had Pizza Hut here, and we are sitting in the. In the offices or in a space where at one time, who knows was in this office. Could have been the big guy himself. You know, it's funny. You're here. I grew up in Sacramento, California, where Shakey started. Shakey started there? I knew actually knew Shakey Johnson. Really? And yeah, yeah. He'd throw a big <laughs> there was party a guy every named year. Shakey. His name was, they called him Shakey. I, can't, I don't even know what his real name was. But yeah. he's the predecessor to, he was around before Pizza Hut. And Pizza Hut learned from them about how not to franchise. <laughs> they grew too quickly and they... Lost a lot. Does it still exist? Shakey's? There, I know of one Shakey's Pizza in <laughs> Sherman Oaks, California. Oh, man. Yeah. Somewhere, we... somewhere just it, like Encino area. Hmm. Yeah. 
That was called. There was at least and one in Wichita. Yeah, they had one here. Oh, I had man, one up I on, on was up on the north side. I think. Oh, I don't there was know. one on the north side. It might have been another. I one just. Too. It had that crispy pink. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it was a good. Pizza. It was good. And the 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 uh, sauce. Yeah, was, it was tangy. An excellent pizza. I yeah. can't find that sauce anywhere. Mm. There's got to be a recipe online someplace. Probably well, get it at Dylan's. It's called ragu. So, what's your favorite pizza? I mean, do you like the big thick ones or the little thin no, ones? No, no, no. I started out with Pizza Hut, so the, you know, the thin crust is what I'm looking for. Yeah, I've never liked a thick crust. That's you, why you eat a, you're eating a biscuit with some mm-hmm. you know, stuff. On yeah, top. Ted, you got the same feeling. I about agree. It, huh? Yep. I, for some reason, I think Jad likes them really thick. Jad. No, he's on the phone. He's no, not okay. talk to us. No, I, I kind of prefer a thin crust. Okay. Thin crust. Good. Good. Unanimous. Then let's go get a pizza. <laughs> Let's do it now. Are they delivering this early? <laughs> no. Nah. Especially not to us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, guys. Coming up here at 7 o'clock, top of the hour with Steve and Ted. The news for you this morning. We do have some breaking news. FAA pausing all flights across the country until 8 o'clock this morning our time because of a computer glitch at the FAA. That story and more news on the way. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.